the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and your calls at 210-308-8867. Happy belated birthday, Dr. Jerry Thank Parsons. You. Yeah, we, we missed your birthday yesterday. <laughs> Well, I did too. I did, didn't. I did too. I didn't. I wanted a year older yesterday. Okay, you're not. Then we don't have to acknowledge. If we don't acknowledge it, you don't it, actually age. You don't have it. No. So. Well, wait a minute. No, I don't want to catch up to him. Uh-oh. <laughs> so he's got to keep moving ahead, uh, or else no. I've got to. Tis birthday. He gets to do it every once on it. He's not getting. He's not getting any older. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we should have brought you some canes. I was thinking of that. But, but I, I heard, thought of it I heard too you late. got short-circuited by Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy said, no canes. Don't you give that man canes. Yeah, he, just because he's not here to enjoy one. Yeah, um, it must be it. <laughs> he said, I'll, He said, we'll call the doctor. We'll call everybody else. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> it, but I always have. Yeah, I know. You were prepared. <laughs> My shot. All right, 210-308-8867, 210 8867. Hopefully Bud will call us. He had some information on uh, pecan mulch, I think. We just didn't have enough time oh, to get him good. on the show, so he may be able to help us. And uh, you want to talk a little bit about your event? I think it's, is it, is it all settled? <laughs> I'm confused by the event. Potting it up with Calvin will be three days now. <laughs> <laughs> our, well, our maybe get, it was overflow. Getting potted with Calvin. Is it was it? overflow with one of those. Yeah, yeah we had to. We're trying to, uh, we're excited about the uh, t- uh, the rodeo tomato, and so, and the uh, necessity of potting up, because it was uh, pr- pretty cool to put it in the garden and everything, um, so we're trying to figure out which days would be best, <laughs> and we uh, scheduled a day at the Education Resource Center over there by Medical Center, and that's almost... Uh, uh, full. Uh, that's on the uh, 18th. From, oh, that's uh, on the 18th. Seven, yeah, from uh, 9.30 to 11th. Okay. 11. And, uh, and the, but there's uh, there's still room. You you call and just let us know if you're interested. And then there's... Uh, that's your number, right? Yes. 210 and then there's... Uh, I don't know what he's thinking. He won't learn. There's a, another... Uh, the, the the confusion we're talking about is uh, that we're going to uh, do at least one of the potting up tomato, uh, programs here at Milberger's Nursery. 
I think we'll go, go ahead and do two. We've got one scheduled for the 11th, which is next uh, ne- next week. Yeah. And uh, so you just call the the off the um, Milbergers. What what's the number there, Milton? Two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. And the second date that is scheduled that the eleventh is uh, the first date, and then the second second date is the twenty uh, fifth. And that that is uh, a little later in the month, but. Uh, the idea is that we're going to uh, w- work with uh, gardeners that uh, want to talk about the vegetable garden and, and the state it's in because of uh, all the w- weird weather we've had. And, uh, you know, besides, we'll be t- emphasizing the tomatoes and especially the rodeo tomatoes. But we'll also be talking about uh, potatoes, as Jerry reminded us. It's time for potatoes. We'll also be talking about uh, uh, we onions and the weeds and the uh, uh, spinach and the weeds and, and just kind of reviewing what state uh, the vegetable garden is in after those those freezes. But basically, uh, the main the main program is the uh, potting up the tomatoes. We'll go ahead and give everybody that attends uh, a rodeo tomato. And uh, the material to uh, to pot it up, and then if they if we if they want more, they can uh, go ahead and purchase more. I I don't I'm not sure which day it is that w- that the uh, Milbergers uh, everything they sell on the tomatoes uh, is don't the last the, day. And it's the last yeah. Saturday of rodeo. Yeah, yeah. So is that the 18th? I'll find out. Yeah, do, it's donated donated to youth yeah. uh, youth gardening. So. Lots of lots of action, lots of worthy causes, lots of neat things to learn too. That, uh, that if you right? want more information on that uh, rodeo tomato, the Thunderbird, uh, Jerry's got a, a, a good accounting on the PlantAnswers.com, and uh, my column uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, t- talked about it. But the easiest place to go is uh, PlantAnswers.com, uh, and then next. Uh, next Saturday, we'll also have we'll also uh, talk about the uh, vegetable gardening and the rodeo tomato. Uh, let's see. You said yeah, so. What's the that, number? It's going to be one on the eighteenth. Yeah, one of the eighteenth is at the uh, Education Resource Center at Millburger at uh, uh, okay r- at, yeah at your place out there near. Medical center. Me- medical center, yes. Uh, but on the 18th, also from 10 to 11. Yeah, David Rodriguez will be here. David is talking about spring vegetable gardening. So if you can't make over, make well, it over. Is he talking town, about spring or no, uh, he's cleanup? About cleanup. Yeah, spring okay. cleanup. Okay. So on. Okay. On That's February right. 25th, for your second and last presentation here. See, I'm trying. Uh-huh. Uh, that's, that should be when we have the uh, <laughs> the sales to uh, benefit the. Um, yeah, well, that's cool. That's yeah. a good point to bring up too. Yeah. So okay. we'll give you we'll give you a free uh, free uh, tomato for the potting up exercise, and there will be an opportunity for you to get more of them for your garden, and all, everything you do buy for your garden will go towards supporting the youth yeah. youth gardening effort. 
Did they? Did he say we were going to have to do exercise? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I like <laughs> that, that turned me off. Yeah, I'd, suddenly this doesn't seem that good. <laughs> Calisthenics while piling up the plants. I'll buy my own plants <laughs> if I have to do exercise. So do you want to do you want to give the number again, or you want to give it to me, and I'll send it to Al for the uh, the one at the med center, or you want to give it to me later? No, wanna... it's two ten. Okay. Three eight two. Four four five five. Okay, so Al will have that back at the station right now, so you don't have to go on the air. But if you want to get the number again, you can call Al. Yeah, and if you got questions during the week, <laughs> give Calvin a ring. On, He'd on, be glad to talk uh, to you on gardening or just anything. Anything. Oh my goodness! Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> marriage relations or whatever. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad Calvin's giving his number out on there. All right. Well, we're I not going to start putting that on. We're not going to. We're not going to give that out anymore. We just let's. Yeah, we are. Al has it back at the station. I'm going to put it on Plan Uh In big bold letters. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think you can actually have it so you can click it and call it right there. Is that right? Oh, ask your webmaster. I think you can. Okay. What right. are the What are those? What's What's the uh, when the When the phone calls are uh, not expected to be. Uh, Spam, spam, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I'm, I'm wondering how my, how my phone has discerned yeah. between spam and the, and <laughs> the, the and the calls for the, uh, the, the tomato event. What, what if it's a scam by Calvin? Uh-huh. What if you call the number and he says something <laughs> like, "I'll be happy to tell you about that upcoming event," but first, let's. I'm really concerned about your your uh, your car warranty. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about that for yeah. just a second. Thank you. Or is Juan there? Stop it. <laughs> Calvin wants to buy your house. You got- <laughs> okay, sorry. So that's all coming up. And if there, you don't sell it, you a, buy it. So we have a practice one here on the 11th. Is that a good one to call it? Yeah, that does. Then the 18th and Med Center, and then the 25th back here. So you can sign up for any of those. And if they want more information, uh, they call here the radio radio show, and we'll, we'll talk to them about yeah about the, the uh, rodeo tomato and vegetable gardening. And no, we're gonna call you. So, uh, what's the phone number again, <laughs> Milton? 210-308-8867. 308 That's not Gavin's number. No, no, no. We're What's Calvin? I don't remember. I'm not telling you. Quit it. I don't care if it's your birthday or not. <laughs> Calvin can tell you. I'm not going to tell you. Uh, Making Calvin miserable is part what? of my birthday gift. Oh, is that part of it? Okay. <laughs> Had been for 20 years. All before. right. So 210-308-8867 is our number. All right. What else is going on in the gardening world? Anything? Well, as I was walking up here, I looked and see what the left of the blue bonnets. And uh, there's uh, three flats of uh, super six packs. Uh, that's about uh, four flats, five flats, about four flats of six packs. So, and there's one six, uh, six pack that's got a big, big white bloom on it. Oh wow! It's getting ready to open. It's pretty. Uh, and there's about the uh, same amount of royal blue, uh, ladybird uh, blue, uh, which uh, which is uh, going to be, you know, Trace, Trace mentioned uh, 
yesterday that uh did you want to be on the air with us okay <laughs> that trace uh mentioned that when the blue bonnets bloom yeah which they're not going to do this year uh the uh you can uh, uh, he'll have inevitably some nurseryman comes up with uh, some blue bonnet transplants in bloom, and mm-hmm. people buy them mistakenly. But uh, uh, the deal is, you're not going to come up with ladybird royal blue because we got the only ladybird royal blue here because I furnished the seed. But uh, Anyway, there's 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 some of those left. They're they they've lost a little of their green because they they have they're not on a constant feed like they should be. But uh, when you get these, if you buy these and get these home, put these in the, in your flower bed or a container or whatever. Every time you water them, water them with uh, Miracle Grow. Plant food, okay. Uh, water soluble plant food. Tablespoon and a gallon of water. And, okay. Uh, every time you water, even after they start blooming, because you you want to put the green back in that plant and also stimulate uh, stimulate more new wood or new growth. But anyway, uh, so they're out there. I saw. I saw two flats of, uh, two little flats of, uh, I mean, uh, four and a half inch, uh, a spinach left out there. And uh, as I was walking in, they got some, they've sold a lot of geranium, but they still got a lot of pretty geraniums mm-hmm. out there. Especially the, on the ground there, as to the entrance as you walk into the right, uh, the ones are in uh, containers. Hanging, hanging baskets, or uh, maybe they're just pots. They're just large pots, and they're full of blooms, red, red, and all sorts of colors. But anyway, yeah, I've got a good supply of stuff. Well, Calvin had a question off the air. Can you talk about what he was asking about? Yeah, it was kind of an unusual one. And, oh, good. Uh, it was uh, twelve or fourteen years ago. We heard it a lot, but. Uh, uh, he was w- wanting to know how you got got rid of that uh, plant with the red berries and how deep was the root system. And, of course, I went through the list of red berries, red berries, and then I said, Nandina? He said, oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, I don't I don't remember it being a, a lo- long, uh, huge root system, but it really drought tolerant. Yeah, yeah. I, tr- I suggested that he... D- dig as uh, comfortably as he can to get as much root out and then try our uh, uh, stump and vine killer. Yeah. And uh, if it, on any of the... Because it'll... And it sprouts. It, yeah, they have a tendency to re-sprout a, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but I think they re-sprout at the crown. Yeah. So if you b- dig about a foot or two out from the crown... And you can cut them, you know, you, when you prune Nandinas, you prune, cut them off at the ground, the, the two long canes. Well, and then I, then I kind of started talking about excuses why you wouldn't want to do 
you know why Nandino is such a good plant. Yeah, yeah. And then, 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 I, then we both noticed that his wife was right behind him there. And so we just quickly switched to the, <laughs> the best way to get it out of there. <laughs> yeah, they didn't, they didn't freeze, I don't think. No, no they, they, were, they were amazing. Heavenly bamboo. Al wants to know what time the uh, your presentation is. Uh, 9.30. 9.30? 9.30 a.m. to any, 11. Any day? Yeah, all three of the days. Okay. All right, that's the 11th, the 18th, and uh, Al has all the details. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. It's an absolutely gorgeous day here at Mill Burgers. We encourage you to come on by. Lots of uh, people here uh, doing some shopping and uh, trying to figure out what they're getting. What did they get? Can you see them? I don't know what that is. Got lots of strings on it. Yeah, you know it. That's it, probably it, it looks, Caroline it looks like our uh, oh, okay. looks like our porterweed, but it certainly no, isn't porterweed. No, it's, it's a jasmine, getting ready to run Is up. It a jasmine, run up the fence. It looks stub. It looks kind of stubby for jasmine. Yeah, well, and, and I was kind of. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, we'll have to. We'll have to. Stubby jasmine. I think it's coming back. <laughs> it's coming back this way. There you go. Um, but yeah, I was feeling kind of when I got here. Just a little bit tense, and I grabbed my lamb's ear plant Uh-oh. and just started there petting on it. And uh, yeah, was I right? Yeah, I was going to do a TV program on that, saying that what's that? A substitute for sex? <laughs> no, let's not go. I there. almost did a TV program. On that. Oh, well, that you you remember when there was this two-year pause in his uh, no. TV okay. performances? <laughs> now it makes sense. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, when we did seedless watermelons. Oh, no. I said they were better than sex. And they said, you'd be better off not on not talking about this. <laughs> no. Yeah. Versa, I was out of Versa stand. And they had had, they brought some seedless melons in. But after I said that on TV, they had a, had a person, a, a police, off-duty police, parking the cars. And they brought in a, another semi-trailer truckload of them. Oh my goodness! So they're one of them. Wow! That, see, people are looking for a substitute for sex. <laughs> that, that's why uh, <laughs> it had nothing to do with a good watermelon. It's just like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> hey, Carrie's on the line. You guys, let me know when you. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> we're, we're moving to Carrie. I two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Sorry, you have to follow that, Carrie. What's going on? Um, okay. if you cut. Red tip Wait, you broke up on us one more time. If you cut red tip fortinias off at the ground, uh, will they sprout back up? Oh, okay. Yeah, unfortunately they will. But uh, what you want to do is cut them about uh, 12 to 14 inches below where they come out of the ground. So down. Down in, in the there. ground and cut yeah. them up. Okay. That way, that that'll kill them. Okay. What about if you pull them out? You then they you, won't you, come out. You better have a bulldozer and a. I don't. I guess a tractor to pull them out. Yeah, we got a big tractor with. We can hook a chain to them and. Yeah. What what you want out. what you want to do is you want to get rid of them, and the stuff. Yeah. Right. You uh, 
cut them off as low as you can to the ground, and then uh-huh. immediately paint them with uh, cut vine and stump killer. All right. Well, you, you yes, can, I was listening to the other caller and stump vine and put that on it, and they're gone. It oh, may yeah. take a while. No, oh, no, they're they're gone pretty quick, and you can do it even when they're dormant, which is about okay. now. Now, if you got a, yeah. whole, a whole line of them, a few of them will come back up, but you, you just uh, do, do, retreat. Do it again. Yeah, and it, yeah, these have been beautiful for like 20 years. Yeah. And, yeah, and then all of a sudden, one of them right in the center got <laughs> disease, and then, yeah, they're on out. It spread down the line. Yeah. Wow. Well, you got twenty years okay. out of them. That's good. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they, they did their duty. There you go. That's what they okay, said about thanks. me and my birthday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no, Jerry, I can't be. <laughs> uh, okay, thank you. Okay, for calling. thank you, Carrie. Yes, sir. Uh huh. Right. Goodbye. That'll free up a line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 210-308-8867. We are going to take a quick break and come back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas right here, live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Verde Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867 is our number. But don't forget the number for Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control, 210-656-3721. If you've got something pestering you at the house, if it's uh, bugging you, ants, roaches, scorpions, fleas, uh, whatever. uh, You can have all those. Yeah. You have all those and more. Well, it's a big. If you're in a new neighborhood, you might have scorpions. Yeah, because they. Uh... And and you say, well, I'm just going to kill the one that I see. If you got young children, oh, and they put on their shoe one morning, ah. and there's a scorpion in there, which can happen most of the time, and they sting that little child of yours, you're going to be getting some help. You're going to be calling Spider-Man at 210-656-3721. Uh, they have been your web of protection in San Antonio since 1976. Warren Remy is a great at pest control. In fact, he's considered a nationwide expert on this. And you can go ahead and have him help you by calling 210-656-3721. Go to the website. Go SpiderManPest.com. Learn all the stuff they do. Go SpiderManPest.com, see the reviews, see the services, and more for Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Jason is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi. Excuse me. Hi there, Jason. Hello. How are y'all? Good. How are you? Doing fine. Thank you, sir. Uh, I've got a quick question. Um, I have about a 50-foot property line that borders a a little city street. I don't have no fence there, but I'm not looking to put a fence, but... Looking to plant you something. Hear? Yeah. Uh, like, look, yeah. We, got, we got you. Uh, okay. It, it doesn't have a fence, and it's uh, 50 feet long, and uh, you want yeah, to plant something to kind of hedge it off? 
kind of, yes, sir. Not necessarily a privacy, but I didn't know. I was just trying to, I mean, I didn't know if you might do crepe myrtles, Texas sage, pompous grass, or is any of those stay away no. from or best recommendation? No, crepe myrtles not going to give you, they're going to be tall and uh, tree-like. But, uh, so I wouldn't recommend those. I think I would uh, recommend, uh, uh, have you got water out there to it? Uh, no, sir, but I can run a drip line to him. Okay. You guys. He knows what he's doing. That guy here. Yeah. Uh, I took I, I took a master gardener class, and you were one of the instructors years ago in Atlanta. So uh, uh, I learned a lot. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I, did they wheel me in there? Or? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, what you get? Uh, uh, get out of here. The guy, they're, they're, they're being ugly to me on my birthday. But anyway, uh, uh, I think I would recommend a medium size. Is it next to the sidewalk, right? Uh, no, actually, uh, in our little rural town, we don't have sidewalks. So it's just, it's just. Oh, it's no little, sidewalk. No, sir. Okay. Live in a very rural town, so it's little little dirt road streets, okay. not even paved. Okay. Well, <laughs> I was thinking of urban deal where you had a sidewalk and next to your plants. Uh, he's got a, what did you say, 60, what did I quote? About 50, 50 foot. foot. 50 foot yeah. section. What's up yard. against a gravel road, I guess? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. And he wants a screen. It's not uh, no sidewalk, and uh, he just kind of wants a screen. He can run a drip irrigation hose out there. I'm talking to Trace. He just what about a here. what about a uh, standard right. Burford holly? Well, yeah, that was thinking of a uh, yopon. Huh? I was thinking yopon, but do you have deer? Uh, we don't have that come up to us. No, sir. I think it'd be safe. We need to we need to bring some out there to you, son. Uh, you're suffering. <laughs> right. We got and, them. They're on the edge of town. They just don't come up to the, and to where, the neighborhood. Where are you at? North, south. Uh, I, I live in Richland Springs, Texas, in San Saba County. Oh my right goodness! In, kind of the geographical center. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, I'd also be thinking maybe wax myrtle might get you there faster than the yopon holly. Uh, okay. It is a it is a 15 foot little tree. But you can okay. trim it to be a screen. Uh, deer resistant, fairly low water consumption, uh, normally evergreen. Yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. Has, hmm. Wax has, a little, has a little bit of a problem with uh, drought sometimes. Okay. Well, well, I, 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 even I have a problem with <laughs> drought sometimes. <laughs> uh, but, it, but for a 15-foot little tree, it's not too uh, water thirsty. Yeah, that's right. Okay, perfect, perfect. And, and, and just one other. You want to water it in uh, when you first get it. Okay. And, uh, and if, mean, you, want, if and you truly want the screen out of it, you, you basically trim from day one to tell it what you want it to do rather than letting it get to a 15-foot little tree and then trying to go backwards. About go. how far apart should I plant them? How patient are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've well, got he, he all the time. <laughs> uh, I've seen people plant them as close as, say, six or seven feet uh, on up to you know, 10 to 15. Okay. Coming down to your patience level and if pocket you are going to trim, pocketbook, 
Uh, sizes are going to vary, too. We'll carry three-gallon all the way to almost established ones at some point. I think right now I only have the three-gallon in stock. Okay. Perfect. Okay. And then one other quick question, if you don't mind. I just no. have a big open area in the back. <clears throat> what kind of tree should a, a big tree uh, do you all recommend putting the ground back here? Red oak. Texas red, red oak. oak. Okay. All right. My my answer is going to be a Monterey oak, but yeah. ultimately you're the one that has to wake up and look at it. <laughs> so you need to find a leaf that you're happy with. It's kind of like that ma- your wife is happy with. Is that kind of like marriage, Trace? Well, that's why <laughs> you're the one who's going to have to wake up to it yeah. and look uh, at that's it why every I day. He needs to bring his wife into that decision because yeah. uh, I mean, <laughs> oh, literally, he okay. could be planting what he likes, and then he <laughs> oh, okay. could, he could okay. be punished for the next forty years. <laughs> And that's true in marriage, too. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you all for your time, and uh, happy birthday, Dr. Parsons. Thank you, sir. You're a good you one. Bet. All right. Bye-bye. So, birthday? Is this uh, was yesterday. B- B.C. Yeah. or A.D.? Yeah. Oh. Before, before, before Christ. <laughs> no, I know. That. Well, I'd, that, be I young, you were I'd be a youngster. If it was. <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, this is uh, A.D. Okay. All right. Just checking. Never know. You could be up there with Methuselah. Talk about giving the first Master Gardener class. Uh, (laughs) Seems like... Yeah. uh, Jerry was the one talking about sowing seeds. Yeah, there you go. You know, on rocky ground and sowing seeds on thorns. I think Hesu was in the back. Did did he do that uh, teach a man to fish (laughs) thing? Did you do teach a man to fish? Well, it would be teach a man to grow something. Uh, Oh, okay, yeah. Rather than fish. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the new rodeo tomato is going to have tomatoes like that. Abundance oh, is that right? In abundance. Right, Kevin? That's what it said I, in I your hope, article. I hope so. I'm still uh, still wondering what you guys are talking about uh, the uh, with the, the fishes and the loaves. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, let's not get biblical. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, 866-308-8867. Okay. It, it's, Stacy's not here today, right? That, that is a correct, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, I did not realize that yesterday. I, she, I, <laughs> I was... Uh, I, this morning, I was uh, uh, aware of that. Is, uh, is does Stacy write the descriptions on the sale item? Ninety-nine uh, percent of the time. Okay. Uh, I was reading the uh, sale items, figs, and they got, we've got uh, uh, starting at thirty-nine ninety-nine, and we've got Celeste. Which is a probably the best one. Been around a long time, and small but very sweet. Italian black and uh, LSU purple. Uh, probably die, I'd probably die pretty soon after you plant. What is it? No. <laughs> and yeah. the, there used to be there. There is a golden one. I the, don't get the, distracted, huh? Well, Focus. What's the issue? <laughs> The issue is, it says figs, sweet, juicy figs. Have you ever gotten that's fig a, juicy? That's, on that's your, a matter of perspective. Yeah, right. Somebody's in there. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> There's another one on the other end. 
<laughs> we we I, I was gonna ask Calvin if he'd ever gotten any fig juice on his shirt when he's eating figs. Well, I have a juicer, and I guarantee you that there would be some juice. Yeah, some juice. All right. Now with a peach, you got a juicy fruit. You need yeah. That's, hey, that's chewing gum. And we got Carol <laughs> on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Carol. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Fine, thank you. I have a question about beauty berry bushes. All right. The ones with the purple berries. They grew really, really tall. They're in the shade mostly. And I cut them back maybe three years ago. And... I since then I really haven't had very many berries, and I don't know if I should cut back some of the other limbs or leave it alone. What are they? American Beauty. They're berry. in the back. Oh, American and there Beauty. There are oak berry. trees. Mm-hmm. They they got really really big, but that's when I trimmed them back rather uniformly, and then after that, maybe because of the drought, maybe because of the snow, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, my, my, yeah. I'm going I'm to go with the drought part because yeah. uh, it's a relatively big leaf, and if it doesn't get enough water during the summer, uh, it's not going to bloom. And then you got to have the bloom to get the berry purple for fall. Yeah, yeah. and you may as well throw in the uh, some freeze uh, damage in there too. But I think you're uh, you're not alone. I, I'm not not sure if I've seen too many of the berries produced this That's year. Right. Yeah, I've got a neighbor that's got one. Yeah. That, uh, but they're pretty when they. Yeah, and mine have mine have not produced thing. any berries this year too either. So. I guess the birds eat those things. Oh gosh, they? yeah. Okay. But uh, they also. Uh, aren't they? Aren't they native? I think they're native here. But they're but they're a little bit temperamental. Yeah. But I, I, I yeah I think just yeah, be patient with them and and uh, with the weather. Um, Should I feed them? Um, I don't know. I don't know that uh, fertilizer feeding them as much. Uh, wa- water, just enough uh, some water to keep them their uh, roots uh, moist is pretty important, so that they can take advantage of. If we ever get good weather again, they can take advantage. <laughs> of. Come on, Cal. Yeah. So it'll be interesting if anybody out there has had. Uh, Trace, are you uh, folks mentioning your customers mentioning? Uh, no, um, but when we sell them, they got tons and tons of berries on them in the fall. Yeah, Hank's got Hank's got to be listening. I know she's got one. Yeah. So, it uh, I I think it's just you got a combination of things there, and you you don't want to get overreact to it. Give a give it a little time. Yeah, normally they're pretty reliable. And, right. and this has been going on three years? Yeah, around three years. Guess, guess when the drought started? Yeah. Well. <laughs> Not to mention the uh, record uh, February freezes. Oh, yeah. So they'll, they'll come back. Okay. Thank you. Don't you bet. Worry. Thanks, Carol. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. We could have made her feel real bad, too. You prune those things too much. You don't, prune them. Don't going do that to our poor listeners. Why would you do that? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> just for the hell of it. Why yeah. are you <laughs> thinking that Cherry yeah. needs a, an a excuse? reason to be? <laughs> All right. It's his birthday, even. 
It makes him more ornery, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, what else is going on, Trace? Have we sold out of the Belinda's Dream? I didn't look. No, and I and I still have like 200 reserves. So. Oh, uh, great. Okay, the best rose is here. What else, Trace? Have we have we got anything? Is Katie Road closer? I I, I my understanding. I haven't walked over there, but the antiques supposedly came in. So if everything oh, came cool. in that we ordered, uh, yeah, you'll have grandma's. Yeah, we need to do grandma's that. yellow here and some wow, other. Wow, that's unbelievable. This is a uh, pretty a pretty uh, scary situation. We're we're kind of a mm-hmm. uh, isolated uh, part of the. <laughs> The state, in terms of uh, being not being uh, plagued by the disease. Oh yeah, Dallas and Fort Worth wiped them out up there. Oh. I mean, it's catastrophic. That rose, rose, that virus. But, but uh, we we haven't been able to. We found one location. I still want to believe that it 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 had to be transmitted by. Uh, a, pl- a plants to other plants, infected plants to other plants. It's spread by a mite, mighty small mite. Oh, mighty! Yeah, and uh, mighty. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, I'm wondering if it's not like fire ants. Uh, you know, they were imported on a ship. They took a ship over. Banana boat. Huh? A banana boat. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, not the suntan lotion. And they have <laughs> they have spread all no. over the United States now from that one yeah. entry in New Orleans. Or is it Louisiana? I think. Uh, all I, remember, I I did a, a paper when I was in college. So all I, right. I, it's so long ago I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> uh, have you got the paper? Can't remember the having, paper? Uh, having paper or no. <laughs> I, my mother may have it. Okay. <laughs> she does. I, I get oh, a bo- every time I go there, I get a box of something that <laughs> oh, okay. that she <laughs> well, doesn't want. That's what mamas do. But anyway, uh, they spread. Uh, what could have happened? Uh, they imported one contaminated plant or a few contaminated plants, and then those mites got loose. But what what is weird to me is it hadn't spread down here. I mean, it's devastated Dallas and Fort Worth and up in that area. But it's and it to the point that they're recommending that you don't plant roses up there. Wow. But uh, uh, Neil Perry is recommending dwarf crepe myrtles to replace roses. No. But uh, why that hadn't spread down here, I'm glad, but I can't figure why. Look, somebody's getting a citrus, and yep. they've got the citrus out for sale. Got them out of the greenhouse. But they were glad to get out of the greenhouse. Probably. Right? So we, we we brought out everything but the lemons and limes. Oh, okay. That's and good. then the lemons and limes, we brought out 10 of each. Oh, okay. That way people go to where the citrus are. They still see that we have it all, and we don't, yeah, they don't and have to go hunt through the Some of them are on that flying dragon rootstock. Yes, sir. They are. Some. Yeah, if you're going to have to start all over, uh, try that one grafted on a flying dragon rootstock because that is supposedly uh, dwarfs it, makes it smaller. So if you're growing in a limited growing space or a container or something on the patio, you need to give that flying dragon rootstock a, a chance. 
And trust me, if it sends up sprouts that you want to get ri- that you need to get rid of, you will not keep those sprouts around. Because when you're talking about thorns, no. I, oh, I knew he was my, heading there. Oh man, they've got not only they've got deadly looking thorns. They're not so t- so big as you can get on on uh, sidewalk. But they're crooked. They're crooked. Yeah. I mean, they're deadly looking. Sound mean. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like uh, uh, the wires you put on on the you know, like barbed razor, wire? Razor wire. Oh. Razor wire. Hey, we need to take a break. So 210-308-8867 is the number. 210-308-8867. And toll free 866 Oh. Back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. 308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867, which I'm not sure that matters anymore. I think everything is just you dial 210-308-8867 on your phone, unless you've got a landline. Very few of those still exist. What's that? Landlines? landlines. No, I know. I unplugged mine. Did you? Yeah. You, you cut the landline cord? Uh, we did. Okay. Why you? Why were you even keeping it? Uh, fax machine. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, you mean here? No. no. Oh, yeah, because y'all cut the one here for a long time ago. All right. 210-308-8867. <laughs> All right. Let's see. What else? Well, we got a second. Should we talk about? Well, uh, go yes. ahead. Well, I don't know what y'all talked about. <laughs> Rodeo tomato? We have talked a little bit about uh Getting potted with Calvin. Okay. And uh, still a little confusion on the dates, but we're going to make it happen. Yeah, the 11th and the 25th here, and the 18th in the Med Center at your place. And um, and then. Um, I guess you've seen all the I pictures think, of it, have you? I think the 20th. Uh, yes. The 25th, I think, is your day of that's the last Friday of rodeo. So. Okay. Well, it's last Saturday of rodeo. Last Saturday, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know why. But uh, yeah, so we talked about that. We talked a little about David. And, uh-oh, we got Ralph online, on the uh, line. He's got a mountain laurel question. A little, a little David, or we talked a little bit about David? We talked a little about little David. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a song. Little David. Do, 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 do. Ralph is on the line at 210-308-8867. What's going on, Ralph? Hey, I've got a mountain full of mountain laurels. Okay. But they're all starts. They're all starts. And there used to be goats on this mountain. And somebody told me, well, the goats eat all the pods. But then the pods go through the goats, and that makes an excellent source for growing mountain laurels. Well, their stomach is their stomach is uh, taking the big coating off of the seed is, the, is probably the right answer. Yeah. Yeah. So, but all these mountain laurels don't seem to have any pods on them, like... There have not been goats on the mountain in the last two years, and I'm wondering will these will these mountain laurels 
pot up, seed up, and make bloom again? Probably not till they're much bigger. So blooming is a state of maturity. Yeah. So once it thinks it's old enough, that's when it'll start to bloom. Oh, okay. So anybody, how- anybody gives you a number, they're, they're, they're lying. So <laughs> someday they will bloom. Even the big ones. There are some big ones with no pods and no seeds anywhere. So that's going to probably be more the cold than anything. If we get silly cold, the mountain laurels, uh, they set those tassels early. And you get a good freeze in there anywhere, and it'll burn that tassel off. Well, in the shade, they grow, you know, if you've got an old bed, the ones that used to bloom well, the big ones are sometimes uh, the oak trees and the other. No. No. Uh, Texas mountain laurels will grow over the top of them, and then they quit being the blooming ones <laughs> in favor of ones that are out more in the sun. Did you? Where Where do you live? Are you in the hill country? Yeah, just um, the south side of Canyon Lake on two seven two Bear Creek Trail. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, and they were, they were native. They came up by themselves. The mountain laurels. Well, oh, the, they were volunteers. And they're everywhere. They're everywhere. And do I have a chance of digging them up and transplanting them in different places on the mountain? Or? No. Oh, yeah. No. It's fun, too. No. 99% <laughs> are going to die. Don't listen to Jerry. Quit it. He needs exercise. Trey. Yeah. No. Don't, don't, don't waste your time. <laughs> if you need to remove it, that's one thing. You're going to try to replant it. Don't waste your time. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, there are hundreds of stars. I mean, everywhere. Yeah. Well, just exper- you, you, experiment with a few of the small ones. The very to see. small ones, yeah. See what you get. All right. Okay. But thank you all so much. Love your show. Thank, thank you, Ralph. Thanks for calling. Good Thanks luck. for the nice words. Isn't that seed poisonous, though? Yeah. So why didn't it kill a goat? Huh? Why didn't it kill the goat? Because it goes straight through them. Okay. They don't chew. Like it won't kill a cow, either. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. And it didn't kill... Uh, Paul Cox's <laughs> friend. friend. I, was wondering if, I wonder if it has anything to do with how many stomachs they have. Yeah, well, it could, could be. That's interesting. But the, uh, the, I will Google it. Yeah. The deal is, uh, uh, you know, the Indians used to make uh, mescal, a liquor out of, out of the mountain or berries. But uh, you had to get the recipe... From somebody that was still alive after drinking something. Because <laughs> if you get it too strong, it'll kill you. But if you do it just right, Milton, make you happy. And you know this from experience? Sure, I, I shouldn't be telling <laughs> telling these. Uh, no. Uh, well, I used to call them hippies. <laughs> oh. Because they'd be out there experimenting. I, and I've told you the old story about my mother-in-law's you dog. You never called uh, Paul a hippie, did you? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, the funny I, thing. I just can't imagine him. <laughs> he, he's uh, eccentric, but I, ne- I never thought of him a hippie. Yeah, when we were uh, touring Europe on the bus, uh, our, our bus uh, our tour guide uh, for the tour was... <laughs> was always he was a funny guy and it was a bunch of older people and myself of course mm-hmm. and uh, he, we were coming to a checkpoint and he said none, you don't, none of you have to worry 
because none of you look like uh, drug people, drug dealers, except at no. Paul, to Paul, except that guy. Poor Paul. <laughs> now, according he red to the beat. According to PlantAddicts.com, oh, yes, all domestic animals, including farm livestock, are in danger of severe illness or death if any part of Mount Laurel is eaten. <laughs> yeah. Those goats might beg to differ. <laughs> well, they, they're mountain lord. That's why I asked that guy where he was. But they're going up toward uh, Lakey, uh, Rock Springs in that area. I always used to go up there in the spring. I guess it was in April, 1st of May. And those canyons are loaded with uh, mountain lawn. Oh, is that right? Down in there. That must smell nice. Oh, yeah? And they're blooming. And I was, because I was always looking for the rare one, which would be white mm -hmm. or pink. There are pink ones out there, just like the blue bonnets. Well, they're yeah. legume, just like the blue bonnets. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And will they grow true from seed? Uh, yeah. What were you going to do when you found them? I, I couldn't I couldn't root them very easily. Right. Uh, I guess you could collect seed from them, especially the white one, and uh, plant a, plant as many seeds as you could collect, and uh, treat them in uh, sulfuric acid, just like the blue bonnet, for 15 minutes, and they'll germinate right away. But uh, the uh, and probably maybe ten, uh, eight or ten percent will come back. Wow. True, true well, white. Well, okay. well, wasn't that what you were you and Paul working on a mm. white one? Well, or was it a different that, species? That was Sinisa. Oh, Sinisa. Okay. You know, we were going to have somebody root root some some of those cuttings. Why are you looking at me? Uh, Weren't you doing that? No, you told me not to. Oh, he kept <laughs> he kept describing you as the expert. He, I said, it. I said, if I could do it, would you let me help you with that one? Uh, and I couldn't do it, so <laughs> I didn't get to do it. Yeah, I lost I lost my greenhouse. So, uh, uh, but I I went out and took Michelle, uh, his wife, showed me the one one that he had selected, and it's it's a beauty. It's mm. a pretty thing. It's out the other side of Helotus, right in the mm. hills of Helotus. But uh, uh, I took some pictures of it. And, uh, Is it on plant answers? No, I didn't put the pictures up yet. Oh, okay. I got the plants. Oh, okay. But uh, it, it is truly spectacular. Huh. All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on an absolutely gorgeous day. So now the wind's coming out of the south. Uh, it's a beautiful day here at Millburgers, bright, sunny, uh, not a cloud in the sky. There you go. Yeah, I don't see one. So we encourage you to come on by and enjoy the day here at the nursery and uh, find something to, that you'll enjoy 
for a long, long time at your home, too. You Ooh, the butterflies are coming in. What is that? What's that yellow one? Is that a sulfur? That's oh, yeah. a sulfur? Okay. One of many different, <laughs> different selections. Oh, okay. 210 308 8867. Yes, sir. But if you're anxious to see blue bonnets this year, yeah, yeah. You better come by and get some plants. Okay. Because uh, I don't, I don't. I, I don't know if they're making another week. I'm talking about oh. they'll sell out. But, uh, and uh, this is. <laughs> but you're, you're, you're pessimistic about the crop this year still, huh? Oh, hell yes. Yeah, so. For the last two to three years. Yeah, so that uh, our half inch of rain and then. Uh, uh, and then no. Four potential forecasts. A little too late to do the right thing. Now. Dennis said we got eight tenths of an inch. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, I know. I'm just, it's better, better than the half an Not inch. much. No. But, uh, yeah, la- last year, uh, in fact, I haven't, uh, my webmaster hadn't put them up on the Internet yet. But uh, last year, I went out and took pictures, well, beautiful pictures of of the uh, uh, Blue Bonnets was planted on the Verstraten farm out at 2536 out toward uh, Somerset. Somerset? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, beautiful pictures. What are you looking for? And, and even, uh, e- even, even the farmer. Stacy? Tracy. 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 Um, and even. <laughs> if, you, if you go in there, they'll page you for you. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> even the even the farmer said that these and that's of a stratton that's been growing for twenty years said this is a pretty stand of blue bonnets. Oh wow! That they'd ever seen, and uh, they were allowed to come up on their own. They didn't plant seed. Doctor Stein didn't plant. Seed. So uh, he planted a few, but uh, the mostly came up on their own, and. Uh, so I went out there, took the pictures, and they bloomed. And when Dr. Stein went out to uh, harvest them, there were no seed, very few seed. Huh. E- even from a beautiful bloom because legumes, beans are the same thing. Way, you want to make sure they have adequate water when they're blooming so they will set the seed and the, fr- the fruit and the seed. And uh, that didn't happen this year, so we had a beautiful bloom and no seed. So we have. Oh, go ahead. We got Bud on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey there, Bud. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Well, I'm doing real great. We got a lot of sun out today. Yeah, it is nice. Much better than yesterday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Say, listen, um, y'all were talking about Papes Pecan House yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, trying to help the lady find where she could get some uh, pecan mulch. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I-, I tried to call yesterday, but it was you know, right at the close of time. Just didn't get in there. Um, to the best of my knowledge, Papes uh, in Seguin, that operation closed down at least two years ago. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, I knew I knew Kenneth had passed away, he, uh, and uh, but I was thinking 
some of the papes were keeping it open, but maybe you may you may be right. Still looking for the pecan mulch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mulk dealers, probably the best, best yeah. answer to that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, we, uh, we, uh, we, we, we used to go out there almost every season and deliver some pecans. They'd buy them off of us. And they had, uh, uh, in, in the fall, you know, in, in uh, yeah. early, early of the new year, there'd, yeah. there'd be all these sacks of pecans sitting out there. <laughs> just waiting, which are waiting to be hauled off to somewhere. <laughs> and most, most of the time, there were stacks of those holes out there too. Stacks of what? Uh, of the shells, of pecan oh. shells. Oh, okay. No, I, I never really knew for sure if they did that, but I thought that they had at least done some of it because inside their store, they sold uh, packaged pecan products. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't know if they sold the hulls, but I know I went over there one time and uh, in a truck, and I said, uh, "Can I have a few of your hulls, uh, uh, shells?" And they said, "Yeah, just open your tailgate, back up to the pile where it was high, and let them fall into the back of your truck." <laughs> and so I got a truckload, or semi truckload, took them home, used them in my flower bed. And uh, at that time, we still had ants, and that uh, was that was the first thing I noticed. I, I just left them alone. Ants clean them up for you, and yeah. uh, but uh, and and I I tried barbecuing with some, and they they you know in t- from Tennessee we use hickory. Uh, here uh, they use a. Uh, you pecans and mesquite. Mesquite's a favorite. But uh, I tried some pecan shells. They, they worked pretty good. Yeah. What else is going on, bud? So that that won't work for us, but... Yeah. They're out of business. Uh, bud, you still there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Are you growing anything else? Uh, no. Actually, I, ha- I haven't made a garden for a few years now. Oh, <laughs> bud. Okay. <laughs> too, too, too many other things that involve life just made me okay. down my garden. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I haven't given up the ghost yet, though. Good. I'm, I'm, I may start one in the spring. Who knows? Okay. All right. Okay. You guys. You guys have a good day. Thank you. Thanks, you. Thanks, Thanks, Bud. You take care. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh. People may be wondering about how, what's happening to the uh, uh, ball moss story. Okay. And uh, I'm having, I've got the pictures. Uh, they've sent me several bunches of pictures. So I think I've got some good pictures of ball moss. And my son's working them over, uh, too. So... Uh, and he's on the lookout for Ray sent me uh sent me a deal on how much baking powder to make baking a make salt. a volume Soda. of point six you're, you're not making ten. biscuits here. Oh. <laughs> There's labeled volume of point six pounds of baking powder. But down mm. here yeah, I'm pretty sure it's soda. And there, down here, it gives point 
six tenths of pounds of baking soda. Uh, soda's right. Yeah. Soda's right, yeah. And it tells how many teaspoons or tablespoons in a in a uh, point six pound. How many and, is that? Eighteen point nine zero tablespoons and a gallon of water. How, how important is that nine zero not to be rounded up? Yeah, yeah, well, it should be. Yeah, uh, ba- basically, I'd round it up to. Uh, 19 or 20 tables. I can remember 20. Yeah, I was going to uh, say yeah, it's 20. probably. And so uh, and that's I've got that. And with how much water? A gallon. Okay. So 20 tablespoons or a cup and a quarter. 1.25. Just letting you know. Oh. According to Google. Is that imperial cups, U.S. cups? Metric cups. It doesn't say. Oh, it does well, say. It does say U.S. Cup. Okay. Yeah. Wow. The <laughs> anticipated jury's question. You've got to be straight with me. On I know. I didn't I mean, think we, 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 you we had just, the answer and you didn't even know it. We, I know. We, we're just not slouching around. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I also wanted to get in touch with uh, Dr. Gerald Johnson and... Uh, uh, because he he was the one that originally told me that baking soda was more effective in his tests than the cosine was, but I don't think he ever printed it or put push or put it down. Hmm. I just I just one of those things I remember uh, forty years ago. You think but, you think he was attacked by Balmoss? <laughs> Could have been. So I, I I was looking for his phone number. He moved to uh, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Well, that sounds nice. Better, and, uh, better than six foot under. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which well, most of Jerry's uh, uh, that's stories. Wh- that's right. where I'm going. No. <laughs> and so I uh, I called, contacted Shirley Johnson. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always talking about her. She's still alive. No, she, and she was. Oh, she, good. She even answered the phone. She, wow. She's going to come until, by. Until, until she found out it was you, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bet she's going to come by. She said she's going to come by and see us sometime. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, it would. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, she had some old uh, retirees' phone numbers from Extension in a book they put out. And, uh, and the last one, the 2020 book the last one she had he wasn't listed so she went back to the one before that I'm scared. He, he was listed she gave me his phone number but he wasn't in the 2020 so he listed an address in hot spring okay. so it's the right one but since he was in one in 2020 um Word. On a, on a lighter note. Thank uh, you. Yeah, please. <laughs> so uh, I encourage you to Google Sweet Bubba Desert Willow. Oh, okay. Sweet so, Bubba? Sweet Bubba. Not just Bubba. Correct. What the hell is that? I'm going to look <laughs> right It now. is a new Desert Willow that we just got in. And so I've been told it's a much richer uh, pink bloom. Huh. It's pink pink bloom? Purple. Yeah, purple? purplish pink. It's uh, keyword was richer. 
Richer, okay. Not, not poorer, but richer. Sweet, according to Monrovia.com? Is that okay? Uh, sure. Uh, Low-maintenance tree is perfect for hot, dry climates. Fragrant magenta leaves. Fragrant? Leaves or blooms? Uh, flowers, I'm sorry. Okay. Are larger than other variants and continue blooming from spring to fall. So bigger and a slightly different color. Seedless variety. That's good. Is it? Okay. Does not produce unsightly long seed pods. Loved by pollinators. Uh, I know hummingbirds love the bubble one. Just Without seeds? What? Hummingbirds? It said seedless. Yeah, I know. What, what is, is there still a can't, can't hear you. You need to talk in the mic. I was just uh, wondering, do you need a pollinator if you don't produce seeds? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Well, the insect likes it, I guess is what they're getting at. Or, bir- or bird in this case. If it's sweet, it's probably got some nectar in there somewhere. Anyway, and let's see, a wonderful focal strange. point in the landscape. So we got some in. Uh, oh, good. Uh, ultimately, some 15-gallon containers. So uh, if you want if you want to be some, have a desert willow that's different than everybody else's. Okay. There's not, I mean, there's not a whole lot of desert willows out there, but you can still be different. Perfect for droughts. <clears throat> yeah, and they look, well, I know, I don't know about sweet bubba, but I know regular bubba has, hummingbirds love them. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, I got to sneeze. <laughs> But the, uh, that's interesting. They, they just must have made a, a selection. Maybe so. Because Bubba itself is a interspecific hybrid, I believe. Hmm. It's crossed between two, two species. But uh, at least they kept the Bubba on there. Yeah. They, uh, they didn't give Paul any credit, but uh, they, uh, they kept uh, the name. And maybe that's what Paul was after with that name Bubba. <laughs> he wouldn't give them to. He wouldn't give Bubba to any of the uh, nurseries until they promised oh. to keep the Bubba name. Paul must have known. <laughs> he Paul used that Bubba a lot, you know, for people, whatever. But anyway, uh, it's 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 good that they made an improvement on it. Uh, well, a change of them. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we'll have to. You know. So, I, so as, as I'm still kind of hung up on that, is a not uh, doesn't produce seed. Is it sterile? It wouldn't. Be, it, it's probably not because they've selected a seedling. I would imagine. But it still can have flowers, right? Well, that's what we're, we're trying to yeah. figure out. A, a lot of interspecific crosses like that oh, okay. are sterile. But, but still have flowers. Uh, yeah. Okay. Kind of like a seedless watermelon. It'd be just like a seedless watermelon. I don't want to go there. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> well, but, but with a seedless watermelon, it'll, it's going to be an interesting topic to explore because the... You know, you the the product is not the is not the same. You wouldn't recognize the two parents, right? Whereas in some hybrids, you you know, like your fourth fourth level of the hybrid is there, and they all look the same. But yeah, but a, the watermelon is pretty 
Yeah. Quickly goes. One down. seedless. Yeah. <laughs> I just sort of wondering if that Milton was. got that confused look on his head. I do have a confused look. <laughs> we'll have to get a yeah, get well, somebody to call us and talk to us about it. That would be interesting, yeah. All right, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a quick break. And while we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. I'm trying to think here. Of course, the, uh, the people are out there uh, pruning on their fruit trees. Yeah. And uh, oh, There we go. All right, now we're going to take a quick break. Okay, back in a moment on The Answer. Cause you got lucky lips Lucky lips are always kissing Lucky lips are never blue Lucky lips will always find a pair And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas at, uh, Right here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road When you come, you check out that if you haven't seen it already That tree hugger sprinkler that we talk about Tree hugger sprinkler will help you keep that newly bought tree uh, doing well by keeping the root ball moist, and it does it efficiently and effectively. In fact, I use it for the yard, so I know it's not it's not doesn't co- don't, so, they don't call it the yard hugger. So but, do you carry it around like no 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 like this and just... no. <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, I rotate it this way and then that way. No, I just put it down and I just go out more frequently because it, it seems yeah. to go a little deeper. It does. It soaks yeah. in yeah. rather than uh, mm-hmm. runs off. Yeah. So you water in circles. Yeah. And then uh, it gets about a, I think I was doing maybe a four-foot square. Can you square. see dancing out there? And yeah. It's it close. I would go out for like. 15 minutes, then go, you know, watch TV, go run out, move it a little bit on my watering day. And so try letting it go for 30 to 50 minutes. Oh, okay. And then longer time. Okay. I'll watch try your, well, watch your, watch your, watch your whole program. There's no need to do that if you're enjoying it. No, no. I'm exercise. Uh, it, it was it, like Jerry when he uh, <laughs> suggested that I go talk to the, all the old generals and no. military, yeah, and, and tell them that there was good exercise for them to there go out there go. and okay. mow their lawns. It would have been. Oh, by the way, I'm uh, I'm getting ready to mow my bluegrass. Oh, we'll have to. Now, my bluegrass is about, uh, what, four to six inches tall now. Okay. Well, and uh, if you just let it grow, it'll grow into a big bass of mess. Pictured pictures like uh, 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 Neil Sparrow uses to to poo poo it, but if you mow it, yeah, maybe once a week. I, I don't know how fast it's going to grow back, but uh, mow it, keep it small, short. It'll be like regular bluegrass. Just because it's a self seeding thing doesn't mean that uh, it's nasty. Okay. Well, um, let me tell people finish telling people about the about the um, oh, is that what you were the talking about? We're talking about the tree hugger, and I'm going to try your 30 minute method. Okay, and I'll see how that goes. Tomorrow's my watering day, so I'll tell you tomorrow. But have you got any bluegrass? I don't think so. You got anything green in the lawn? Uh, a little bit. The St. Augustine is kind of fighting. Oh, the St. Augustine is coming out. Okay, kinda no trying. weeds, huh? No, we still have weeds in the back. Okay, St. Augustine in the front a little bit, weeds in the back. What other weeds? I don't know. They don't look bad. They just look green. Uh, <laughs> but wait, let me finish telling folks about the tree hugger sprinkler because this is a, a great product. Uh, it's hinged, so it opens up, 
And then hugs or closes around the tree. There are three sizes, seven, uh, or seven, 15, and um, up 24 inch. Um, oh, 7, 11, and 15. I'm sorry. Yeah, 7, 11, and 15 inch. So it'll it'll find the diameter you need with the tree hugger. You can turn it on a little bit to water that root ball. Turn it yeah. on a little more to water away from the root ball toward the uh, the um, drip line. But check it out here at Millburgers in an HEB. The tree hugger sprinklers. I'm so glad people have found them and like them. Uh, and they're on PlantAnswers.com. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Cool. And then that uh, information index. Very good. Okay. So anyway. 210-308-8867 is our number. Yeah. Okay. Okay, whatever those weeds are. Yeah. You might need to be watering them. Why? Do you think you, well, to I'm I'm thinking about fertilizing and watering my bluegrass. bluegrass. You going I'm going to treat it like it's bluegrass, which it is. Okay. Just yeah. a different species. It's a horticultural um <laughs> Revolution. Yeah, right. yeah. And I've got, come to find out, I've got, uh, I've got a, uh, a patch of them, which you might have a patch of them, too. Yeah, a blue You don't have horse herb, do you? No, not right now. We'll get bed straw. Oh, yeah. We'll get, uh, it's real fluffy and airy, the, what we have now. It's not bed straw. No, 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 no. It's oh. just like spindly and sort of a yellowy green, but more green than yellow. Is so that not, your... not, not like a rich green like that, but more of a more is of a green like the might lambs. Be rescued, that, right? Yeah, it might be rescued. Right? Yeah. Bring us some next week. Okay, I'll bring you some. And uh, That's we'll we may be. You know, I wonder if. Uh, if our horse herb lady fertilizes and waters hers during this drought, yeah, Evelyn. I know she curses it. Yeah, does that help? Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking the same thing about cursing, but I thought she was cursing <laughs> Jerry rather than, yeah. than the horse. Oh no, no, she's she hunts. She's got she's eyeballing the window. If Jerry pulls up, she knows what he looks like. You know, we we got a plan to drive up the alley. She always says it. Yeah, her that's best right. stand is in the alley. And bless her heart, too. I bet she doesn't have any fertilizer or stuff to put on it. Evelyn? Evelyn, yeah. Oh, for that particular one. In the the, uh, alley. So it it probably behooves us. Have you ever been behooved, Milton? No, I don't know. That sounds sounds painful. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Kind of like breaking your legs. Yeah, behooved. But as much as I like her, I I need to go out there and fertilize the alley plants. Mm -hmm. You may not leave that alley if she sees you. (laughs) I know. I'll I'll go. Maybe she's watching soap operas or something. I don't know. Taking chances. (laughs) Anyway, looking at... uh, Calvin's uh, This Week in the Garden, we talk about begin spraying backyard fruit trees with an insecticide and a fungicide labeled for the task when the petals of the blooms first begin to fall off. Uh, Why do I remember some people used to, uh, we used to recommend uh, when the buds begin to 
Yeah, you on the early varieties, maybe. Well, y- y- there's a there's a whole bunch of uh, options in terms of uh, oh, just you know, if you one of your priorities is to protect the bees, yeah, then uh, then you you generally talk about when the when the petals fall, or or in the evening doing the spraying in the evening, so you, do, you there's less damage, but. You got lot. You got lots of choices. Yeah. What? Wonder what? Uh, I think they've got an organic fruit spray in there. What? It, what? It probably got neem oil. Yeah. Uh, or uh, spinosad. Uh, spinosad might be. I don't. You know. I don't know what. Uh, I know a lot of people try to use ne- neem oil. Yeah. No. Um, and it'd be interesting to see what the latest. Spinosad, uh, thing. yeah. What the latest lab, lab results are from Spinosad and Nemo. Yeah, uh, I mean you're trying to you're trying to kill that uh, peach cuculio, right? The uh, that's a moth. That's the toughest. It? Yeah. So you got to get them. Well, and you don't kill them as a moth. You kill them. Aren't they a beetle? Peach cuculio. That lays a caterpillar, peach. yeah, yeah. Um, so, whether in, 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 around here, I'm not sure, sure, and I'm not so sure they're our worst problem. Yeah, the. Uh, but anyway, uh, you so stink, you know, things like stink bugs. And, yeah, and those six-spotted cucumber beetles eating the petals. This, this year, especially. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, they've. For the last few years, they've been a yeah. problem. Well, in the, we in the old days, well, at least in East Texas, <laughs> we uh, just kind of poo-pooed the uh, yeah. cucumber beetles. They were just a minor. Yeah, for thing, for the longest yeah. time, they said ignore them. Yeah, now, man, they just say they'll go, they'll strip a whole row of your garden or peach tree. Yeah, yeah, they love those peach blooms, but. Uh, a lot of people think they're ladybugs, you know, because they they've got that yeah. rounded shape uh, like ladybug, but a ladybug doesn't have six spots, and not or, or so, some of them have eight spots. Yeah. Is that why you were asking our ladybug person the other day what they were? What they yeah, were yeah, yeah. And I was I was asking she she had them in the house, didn't she? Yeah, and she uh, released one. <laughs> that was uh. I was asking that because of the, of the beetle. Uh, was it a ladybug beetle? It, it looked like ladybug. Uh, to control the uh, aphids on pecans. Oh. And they released some in in Dallas. Oh, I think that was the first release. Those exotics, yeah. Yeah, exotic. And <laughs> they didn't know that they multiply fast. And they do the job that you're supposed to, but then they come in the house. They expect they have some, uh, yeah, winter uh, for, attention. For some people, didn't like them in the house, Milton. Hmm. What the hell? But <laughs> they're they're lighter colored. They're oh, okay. a light green in color, where a light ladybug is it has a pretty red, deep red uh, color. But anyway, uh they, I mean, they had massive amounts on people's walls in the house. They just people didn't go over that for some reason. 
but uh, they were they had done their job or were doing their job. Spray, uh, Calvin says spraying in the evening protects the trees well as well as reduce native impact on the beach bees. That's right. Bees don't work at night. Hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, so and that's that's true for all the beneficials or don't don't do any business at night so uh you want to spray at dusk uh and uh even if you use one of these organic sprays because if an organic spray doesn't have uh something that'll kill in it it's not going to do any good Mm, that makes sense and uh, some of them put. Oh, well, it's surprising how many people. You say it's organic, and then, <laughs> and then they 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 just don't. You 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 have to remind them. Well, they <laughs> that they still kill when they're <laughs> organic. It's just there's a different process, it, and it uh, makes you feel better yeah, to I kill guess. organically. Like if you shoot somebody, the bullet kills them. But if you I don't know, suffocate them or something. They, they, there's no no bullet involved. Okay. But anyway. Uh, now, it's your job to keep him under control. Uh, I don't know where that's going. I was just, uh, he, he I, anyway. I was sort of stunned in confusion. <laughs> I was confused myself. I could tell. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, Look at Mary go, go, going with her. Uh, oh, and the butterfly. Certified butterfly yeah. lecture. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Anyway, the, uh, the spray in the evening. I imagine if you going to use, uh, you know, some of those uh, organics have pyrethrins in it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that's what Malcolm Beck said about the, <laughs> about one of the ant killers. He said uh, they didn't work too well until I put that pyrethrin in there. Oh. An organic ant killer. Is pyrethrin organic? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I think it, it's made from a flower, isn't it? Or a plant. Mums, chrysanthemums. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's got to be a safe and pleasant way for the insect to be killed. I'm not sure people that are doing the organic stuff are interested in whether it's safe for the insects. They just want it safe for them. Oh. I thought they were the Dr. Kevorkian of uh, plant of uh, insects, insecticides. I'm not sure where you're going. You're cure. <laughs> I'm getting stunned and confused mixing, again. Mixing ants with people? Something. Okay, keep going. <laughs> and then Calvin writes, uh, if you want to plant the rodeo tomato because the supply is limited, uh, you, but you know it is too early to plant them in the garden. Pot the plants in one-gallon containers and set in the sun and and out of the wind until about April 1st. Uh, if you if you want to plant it in the soil before April 1st, you need to cage it and put some kind of put this uh, cloth, uh, garden cloth, garden cover cloth. Uh, around the plants to protect them from the wind because the wind can uh, reduce overall yield on the plant 
And also, uh, about around April, in April, come hail showers, right? Isn't that the song? Uh, so, mm-hmm. if you don't have those plants covered, and it is hails on them, yeah. tears them all to pieces. <laughs> I uh, you do a show with Bill McReynolds, and uh, I got a picture of him. He loved a garden, and I got a picture of him looking at his held out plants in his garden behind his house. And he's a weatherman. He should know better, you know. <laughs> but he didn't. Uh, fertilize with Osmocote is, is yeah, Calvin's recommendation. Move the plant into shelter if the temperature is forecast to fall 40 degree, below, uh, below 40 degrees. And also keep them out of the wind because the wind can damage them too. But if you're putting them outside... Uh, keep them out of the wind and in a sunny location on a picnic table if there's no wind to blow them off. Anyway, let's see. Plant Bermuda grass by, by seed for a new lawn after April 1st. After applying 1959 slow-release lawn fertilizer, Two to four weeks before seedling at the rate of one pound of nitrogen per hundred square feet. Water the seed, the seed seed that you planted, twice a day, twice per day. For one week, then every day for two weeks. And then the Bermuda grass should germinate in two weeks after planting. And it'll be it'll come it'll be the teeniest little plants you ever saw. It'll come up. It'll germinate after it gets that water and hits that warm soil. Now, if you want to wait till a little bit later, uh, it'll probably germinate faster in a warmer soil. May first. Yeah, May first might be right. Uh, kill grassy weeds in broadleaf settings with grass be gone. Or post and kill broadleaf weeds in the in the lawn with contact herbicides such as weed free zone. I mentioned that uh to a lady uh yesterday and she described a plant that uh, she hadn't been able to to kill or I told her to try weed free zone and if that doesn't do it, bring it in and let us look at it. But uh and also, of course, on sale, we have uh, Dimension is on sale here at Millburgers, I guess, through uh, through tomorrow. Through tomorrow, right? yeah. And, and he may put it, he probably put it on uh, next weekend's sale, too. But, uh, and uh, that that is, uh, that Dimension is what you would use on grass burrs. You know of oh, anybody okay. that might have grass birds around? In our listening audience? Yeah. Almost everyone? <laughs> certainly it's Wilson definitely County. in the sand. Yeah. And uh, out, out toward Protit. Yeah. And uh, into in Wilson County. Uh, if you don't have grass birds, you're not a 
true Wilson County <laughs> resident. Is that the? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now you you can get some from your neighbors. Oh, good. Okay. If you want to want grass. Is that an heirloom? Uh, That's an heirloom plant for Wilson uh, okay. County. Good idea, Milton. I thought <laughs> of that. <laughs> Wilson County, where the grass birds are heirlooms, and you don't have to fertilize it. Don't have to water it. Oh man! It'll just wait till wait till it rains. Oh no! It'll be just like when it, the the um, change and and blue bonnets. Uh. You know, he, back when he started working with me, didn't, oh, yeah, didn't talk about fertilizing them or weeding them or anything. Now, now he treats them like they're a precious rose program. Or oh yeah! If you want them to grow, you have to do that. Uh, and produce a lot of seed. Right. We, we proved that for the last two years, not watering them. Yeah. And they didn't oh. make seed. Well, let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Verde Road. Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. This is AM 930. Uh, the answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210. 308-8867. The uh, Calvin left something out of his article. No. You know, I always have to check and make sure. I know. And the most interesting part he left out. says, to keep squirrels from consuming your whole bird feed feeding budget, consider discouraging their feasting by using pepper-flavored seed in addition to metal feeders with weight sensitive purchase wide wing doves can also be denied access to the seed inside the feeder and and with a weight sensitive purchase and can also be ca- be captured for a nice meal <laughs> I'm looking at Calvin you don't he, remember writing that? He, no, I don't. I don't remember writing that portion. Of it. You you've had them trapped in there, haven't you? Huh? You've had them caught oh, in there. Oh yeah, white wing doves. Yeah, white wing doves. Yeah. I don't guess we'd want to eat. Well, let's see. What are the? <laughs> I don't you know what? I wouldn't eat it. I wouldn't consider eating a lesser goldfinch. No, or a chickadee. A chickadee. Yeah. <laughs> That's not enough to. Yeah. How many to make a meal? <laughs> yeah, a lot of. Them. However, when we used to shoot them out of the trees, sparrows out of the trees and sweet gum trees, by the hundreds, uh, we had people that come by and get them, dress them out and eat them. English sparrows? Yeah. There was hundreds of them. Wow. Okay. Uh, Also, I want to, I I don't think we mentioned what these people are going to get when they pot up the pot up their uh, the tomatoes the, you know you said that you're going to get the uh, uh, 
six-inch pots, little six-inch pots. Well, it depends on which which four, of the programs they go to. They'll get the at the uh, program at the medical center. They'll get the uh, one-gallon uh, plastic, black plastic. Oh, really? Pots. Yeah, that's a good deal. They're but, hard to find these days. Yeah, but what we're uh, Milberger's has got, is, is got some of the six-inch pots that they'll donate, but Jerry and I are recommending that you might want uh, to go ahead and spend what is it a two dollar and fifty cents and get a get a <laughs> no, ten no. ten inch container. There you go. Then you can use that for the potting up, and it'll just be useful you can, through the years. It'll be useful, or you can use it for uh, yeah. Flo- a flower. That's what I was going to bring up, Kevin. That's anyway, uh, yeah, go uh, if you go to pot up over here at Millburgers, you can go ahead and take that uh, ten-inch gra- graphite ter- uh, pot. But uh, for potting up, I think you'll be better off to uh, spend uh, three dollars. Sell two eighty eight or four for ten dollars. That's a good deal. And uh, the ten inch pots regularly twelve ninety nine, uh, four for ten dollars. That's considerably cheaper than twelve ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've done that at math on that. Yeah, that's why we have you here. Uh, but they <laughs> they got a lot of those uh, ten inch pots. And uh, what worries me about the small pots, uh, six-inch pots, is I think the root ball is is about six inches in diameter. The root ball on the tomato. Well, you definitely are not don't have the in fact, flexibility yeah. that you do if you have a ten-inch. You know, we're talking about, of course. We're not talking about uh, two months having it potted up, but we're t- t- talking about if you got a, you know, depending on what the weather does and yeah. what your schedule allows. Yeah. Uh, it just gives you more more time. Yeah. More, I see what they call it, uh, wiggle time, wiggle time, wiggle, wiggle room, room. Yeah. wiggle room. But, uh, and that that's a good pot to have anyway, that 10-inch pot. Uh I don't know how easy they are to break. Uh, we we hadn't talked either. about that. But I, my mother, uh, well, the old-timers, always used clay pots. Oh, I like clay pots. But I, I, know, I noticed these two February freezes we had raised havoc with the, mm. the clay it expanded pots. Expanded to the soil. Yeah, expanded. you know, the, the pieces. And, you know, yeah. of course, that mine were, I had a lot of old containers. Mm-hmm. And so there were probably weaknesses, crevices, air yeah. passages and everything. And, and they've had a tendency to break apart. So I wonder. Now is a good time. We've mentioned this before with the uh, sale that Milberger's has had on those containers. And yeah. It's a good time to kind of look look and see what you need and, and latch on to something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, they've got the 18-inch, great big one. That one right through there, Milton? What's that? Oh, yeah. The 18-inch. Yeah. Regularly $63.99, two for $100. 
It's so almost that, fifty dollars each. That's right. <laughs> that's <laughs> and uh, that's off the off of the sixty three ninety nine, which is almost sixty four. Uh, so fifty from sixty four is saving you. Come on, you can do it. Fourteen on each one. Oh yeah, right. right fourteen on each one. Okay. <laughs> and uh I wonder where these are made. Mm. You know the 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 word used to be the uh pots, the clay pots out of Mexico would not last as long as some from other places. I don't know. Because of the weak clay or whatever there is there. So I don't I don't think we've asked uh, where these are from, but uh, they they look well not well made. Yeah, they're attractive. Yeah. And uh, let's see, they're they're going to uh, fertil they uh, are they going to furnish a potting mix to pot them up? I'm counting on it. Okay. And then are they going to fertilize Osbico? I'm counting on it. <laughs> well, let, let's just say that. I they, hope you don't have to pay for all that. Well, I, may, I may have to. Uh, oh, no. We're, yeah, we're making, uh, it's just uh, we're doing something a little different than we have in the in the past. That's for sure. And so we'll see how it goes. And we appreciate you doing it. And oh, it's uh, going to be a good. Like, like I said, though, it'll last from. Uh, it'll last from uh, until Calvin passes out. That's how, how long the planning session. Or nine thirty to eleven. Does that sound yeah, right? Nine thirty yeah. to okay. Yeah. Wait for him to pass out at eleven. Well, the good, the good <laughs> news on the uh, one this, the ones 11. here at Millburgers, I'm right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can run. Can just huh? take my body up here. <laughs> <laughs> just plop you down in the chair. <laughs> Okay, let's see. And I just see. call the nursery to, so they know that how many people are coming. Yeah, well, I need. I should have. Uh, if I, yeah, let me know, will you? Well, no, no. I, I mean, if someone's hearing this, and they want to come the 11th or the 25th. Yeah. They call Millburgers and. Yeah, they can. They can call Millburgers. Two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. And what's Calvin number? I can't remember. Two ten three eight two four four five five three eight two four four five five. Milton's trying to protect me. Yeah, I know, but well, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm not trying to protect. Yeah, I know you're not. <laughs> I told him that the first week that he came to the Bear County. He's going to post that on every article. Do not article. put your... <laughs> if you've got questions about this article or any article on plantanswers.com, call. <laughs> you notice there's no phone number. Well, I'll take that back. Was there a phone number? There, there is a phone number on, on uh, under the... Uh, where to order the showman shooter uh, oh, yeah. vi exhibition video. There used to be one for Forrest, too, didn't there? I don't. I think I was scared to put Q &A one. Q and A Yeah, I think Forrest would stop that. Yeah, he'd uh, call in an airstrike or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
right. Two, okay. Okay. Got about a minute and a half. Uh, uh, here's somebody who had a, and uh, Neil Spears is that I have a, a bed of Purple Heart ground cover. Uh, I'd like to plant another bed, which means I'd like to propagate some of the more plants. Can I dig up and divide the bed that I have? I think your answer was, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would be better off letting it sprout out this winter, this spring, and then taking some cuttings from the new growth. It roots re- really easy, and new plants would grow vigorously. I'm afraid if you try to dig and divide your existing bed that you might stir things up so badly, it would damage the current planting. No. <laughs> you ain't going to kill that stuff with uh, anything. All right. We are going to say goodbye for today. But, uh, again, if you want to be a part of Calvin's thing next uh, Saturday morning, that's the first one, the practice one. You can be in that practice audience and give him a hard time. And so he's trained for the other two that are coming up, uh, 210-497-3760. We'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to Al doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Show hosts you trust. Conservative talk that you can count on. This is 930 AM, The Answer. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Jason Walker. More fallout and reaction from yesterday's incident involving the shooting down of that Chinese spy balloon off the coast of South Carolina. Florida Republican Senator Marco Rubio says Americans have just received a wake-up call. I think finally, for those who are still uh, resistant to this notion, understand that China is a geopolitical uh, competitor and adversary, the first we've had since the end of the Cold War. And they're actually, you know, a bigger and stronger adversary than the Soviet Union, which was a military superpower, but it was not an industrial technological power. And China still insisting this flyover incident was an accident involving a civilian aircraft. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs says China will uphold the relevant company's legitimate rights and interest. Also at townhall.com, dozens of Russian and Ukrainian prisoners of war have returned home in a swap. According to Ukrainian officials, over 110 Ukrainians were freed. They said the released prisoners of war included troops who held out in Mariupol during a months-long Russian siege on the southern port city. Others freed were Ukrainian fighters from the Kherson region and snipers captured during the ongoing fierce battles for the eastern city of Bakhmut. Russian officials announced over 60 Russian soldiers were freed from Ukraine following the swap. Some Russian prisoners came under a special category. Their release was secured following mediation by the United Arab Emirates. I'm Karen Chamas. General Pervez Musharraf, who seized power in a bloodless coup and later led Pakistan in aiding U.S. forces in Afghanistan against the Taliban, has died. Pervez Musharraf was 79. More on these stories at townhall.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.